0: And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Mario Moreno, who was an atheist up until he had a near-death experience, and today we're going to learn about it. Mario, thank you for being on our podcast today, and welcome.
1: Thank you, Jeff, for the invite. I really appreciate it. I could just start off with my my experience. Um, it actually happened in nineteen eighties. Um, uh, you got a picture. I was in a heavy metal band um, playing the Sunset Strip. You know, like uh, the days of Motley Crue and and Van Halen and so forth. And and I was playing like the Roxy, Troubadour, Gazzaris, and all these clubs. And I pretty much lived the, the lifestyle and really didn't believe in God. Um, at the time and uh, i was deep into parting in 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 excess Uh, one day um my pasadena apartment um, i just took a mixture of a lot of drugs and um overdosed and uh the next thing i i knew uh i collapsed and i felt my last breath leaving Uh, when i tell people i felt my last breath leaving it's kind of like a a balloon inflated and then it's all gone and the the next thing I, I know, I'm actually floating on my back to the ceiling looking at my body. And, and that's when I realized I go, oh no, I, I am I'm literally dead. Next thing you know, like within a blink of an eye, uh I'm on a like a, a mountaintop. Uh first it was really bright, and I'm thinking, wow, and Am I going to, uh, am I about to be judged? That's the first thing I, I thought about with all my senses and I love science and so forth. And again, uh, you got to think about it. I didn't believe in God. So I'm thinking, what is this? What, what is actually happening? And I began to, uh, all my senses, every time I asked myself a question, I was standing on a, in a line, a long line. It was a wide line of people. And I even remember the people in front of me uh, talking, uh, saying the same thing I was, am I dead? Uh, it was an Asian man in front of me. And, uh, there was, a, um, like a, an Egyptian woman, um, on the side of me and they're, they're talking in their language, but I understood it. Um, and that, that was the first thing that I go, they're not moving their lips, but I could understand them. And I could hear a rumbling, like a, a rumbling, like if you're in a movie theater and you hear that rumble uh, and soundtracks and so forth, and that's what I was hearing. And, and it was like a silence. So it was a rumble and a silence. And then I'm looking at the line and the line's moving forward. And I'm thinking, I am dead. This is it. This is eternity. And that's all I could think about is I have no no way of going back into my body. I just wanted to go back into my body and start life all over because the lifestyle I lived, because I just died of a drug overdose, right? And then the lifestyle I live with, um, rupees and so forth. And, um, and so anyways, um, the thoughts are like going through my head. This is it, I'm gonna face God. <clears throat> I'm not gonna make heaven because I, I just don't deserve heaven because of my lifestyle. <clears throat> And then um, all of a sudden to my left-hand side, I see a cage, right? And this cage like just flew to uh, this wheel. It was like a huge wheel. If I could describe the wheel, it, it would be kind of like an amusement park ride uh, with um, where, where that big wheel spins. And, and it, it, it goes to a, like horizontal type thing. And these cages kept on going onto this wheel and then I could see uh, uh, people in these cages, right? And then I'm thinking to myself, I go, "What's going on? What, what what are these people in these cages?" And then all of a sudden, right when I asked that, I could I could hear the answer, and I could hear the thoughts of a woman. Uh, she was a Christian woman, and she was in the, this cage, right? And and she was uh, she was in terrified because um, I I knew what what. What she did to deserve where she was going, and um, and she kept uh, and I could I could hear she was in uh, sexual immorality in the church. Even though I didn't really know too much about you know biblical thoughts or phrases, uh, but but they they kept on coming to my mind. And then um, and then the line kept on going forward. So and again, I'm thinking logically. What is this? I know I'm dead. What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And then I, I could hear like another cage uh, hit that wheel, and then um, I could understand the next person uh, why why they were uh, strapped to that wheel. And um, so the the experience went on as the line went on. <clears throat> I could hear rumbling, and then I could hear uh, small screams. Right, and I'm going, what well, what is that? You know, and I'm still thinking I'm, gonna, I'm about to face God. I know I, I tell the rumbling. And then if I could like describe the place, right, of the mount, mountain top, <clears throat> I've I seen a, a movie. It was about uh, Superman where like he's in this cave and, and it's all like, like a gray and kind of like gloomy. But there's like light around it. So I, I remember the light was like uh, uh, pretty bright. It was like a bright light. And then, um, and then like the smell, it was kind of like, like, like a mist, like, um, and I could describe like Disneyland going in to, uh, you know, Wonderland or where, wherever that's called, when all the mist comes up. And then, um, and then so like I start hearing screams. And then next thing I I know, I go, uh, man, I I, I need to go back. And then all, all of a sudden I hear a voice say, it is not your time. Um, I have great plans for you um, and, and then all of a sudden I'm back on on the ceiling with my back to the ceiling <clears throat> and then I woofed back I could say like I woofed back into my body and and inhaled and then I go wow what, what did I just experience so like uh next thing I know I could hear a bang on my door and it, it was a some girl I was dating and I, I told her you wouldn't believe it, but I just died, and she just laughed and so forth and and um and basically that's my experience as an atheist, um, uh, having a near death experience. So like I, it's been years and years since I haven't really told anybody about it, but then I was flipping some YouTube channels and and uh, seen a, an experience of this one woman that had a similar experience to me and this other heavy heavy metal drummer uh he sings similar things but the this woman that had this near death experience she described Jesus taking her to a high high mountain and lifting her up and she could see uh, uh below uh, uh the mountain and it was a long line and this long line was leading people were dropping into hell and she described the exact same mountain exact same line I was in and the exact same place I was going. And, um, and um, yeah, and that's basically my, my experience as an atheist.
0: I had a guest one time that it was in a line similar to yours, but he said it was really? like it was hot and it was sticky and people were like groaning and unhappy. Did you notice anything like that?
1: No, I, I, I didn't. So like uh, to me, like I was way in the back of the line, maybe that was the front of the line, uh, but I could tell there was a rumbling and we're about to get to someplace that it wasn't pleasant. So the first thing I thought, again, I, I, I'm i in a line to be judged by God. You know, maybe that rumbling is um, uh, thunder. But right when I seen the cages, you know, that threw up red flags, I go, oh, no, uh, this this isn't good. And um, and again, like other people's death experiences, like uh, they, they would see these cages. And um, so I, I knew it, it was leading me to a different place. Um, and again, I didn't believe in God, uh, so I, I knew I didn't. Uh, but the the main thought that was going through my, my head, through the whole thing, this is eternity. There's no turning back. I can't go back and um, make things right. And, I was so terrified because I knew like my eternity uh, was torment forever and ever. And, um, and that was the most terrifying thing. So even today, like I think about it and I, I think about everybody has a free will, right. To do uh, what's right and to do what's wrong. And uh, my choices now are, is just to do what is right in life, you know, from e- even the motives of life and so forth. And, um, Do you
0: have any idea where that voice was coming from, or who or who it was coming from?
1: I could hear it in my right ear, uh, because I just remember uh, in my right ear. But then you could, uh, when that voice spoke, it it spoke from inside inside you. I can't explain it. Uh, That you you just knew that it was, you know, um, I I can't I can't say who it was because I just don't know. I didn't see. But but another thing, like. um, and I, I watched different near death experiences, there's one thing I couldn't see, right. And it was me. I couldn't see my, my body. I wanted to see my body. I was going, I, I want to see how I look, but like people were, were dressed in, in clothes like here on earth, you know, like they just died in the same clothes and they're in heaven. And, um, that that's one thing that, um, I was like puzzled because I could see, uh, you know, um, how how that woman, the Egyptian woman, had a covering on her face. So, and uh, the Asian man in front of me, uh, I could tell uh, uh, he was worried about his family. I I just knew these thoughts, you know, and um, it's just, it's just an amazing experience, a life-changing experience. Um, Again, it it changed my life to the point where um, I think different, I see different, um, I love different. Um I think the best of others you know it, it 's just a life changing experience
0: i 've had over three hundred n d e interviews, and i 'm starting to think that some of the times when people have experiences like you had it 's due to them being on drugs or, or alcohol that lowers mm-hmm. their frequency and sends them to a lower realm. Mm-hmm. Do you think why you went? To that realm if that's true or do you feel like you had done a lot of wrong things in your life
1: again like like I'm a a, a person that looks at every angle in life before that right again I didn't believe God I didn't but there, there was something different about this that um all my senses were well like awake like a thousand times like you, you just knew everything and it, it wasn't because of the drugs it was because i I breathe my last breath. I felt my last breath leave, and and you just like uh, a death experiences. Um, uh, I could explain it as um like you you have two two people living in you, you know. And again, I'm an atheist. I'm scientific. I was an atheist at the time. I'm not no more. But it was kind of like two people living in you. And then all of a sudden, when your last breath leaves your 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 body. All of a sudden uh the second person comes, which is like your soul. And, and again, like all my senses were wide, wide, wide awake. It wasn't like I was induced in drugs anymore. Um, like my mind was wide awake. I knew, it's it's kind of like um every death experience that you you talk to they know it's not a dream. They know it's not a hallucination. Uh, they just know, they just know that it's a near death experience. They left their body. They're floating on top of the ceiling. Uh, some people go into tunnels of love and so forth. I didn't experience any of that, uh, which, um, um, I don't know why, like, I didn't receive any type of like review, like life review that other people do. Uh, but I, I knew my, my destination, uh, was another place. And we um, just know.
0: Would you say that the other side is just as real as being here?
1: It is. Um, to me, like, uh, again, like I, I describe it in uh, movies, right? Like, again, like uh, the mountain I seen, it was like gray um, and dark and gloomy and misty. And, and uh, it, it describes like a, like a, a movie but the rumbling sound, it was like terrifying because you could, you could hear that rumbling and it's kind of like a, a LA earthquake. You know, it keeps on shaking and keeps on shaking. And um, so it, it was terrifying in a sense, but uh, again, it's, it was life changing to the point that it, it made my life change uh, for the best because I, I could have just died, uh, overdosed and didn't come back, right? So all these experiences that that I listened to, and um, uh, they're amazing. You know, some people have like uh, talked to God and stuff. I wish I would have talked to God, um, and but I already knew the wrong I did. You just sense every, like to me, like I I felt like eternity. I was gonna think about all the wrong things I did in life, and it, it's just like a thought that came, like oh, man, I'm just gonna think about all all the wrong i did all the lies all the hurt um and yeah and uh, overall like uh, again it, it was an experience but after the after effect right it didn't change me uh to be mm-hmm. honest uh with you at, at the beginning uh because i just felt like hey i died and that's it let's party on you know uh, but something else happened to me and all these things kept on happening to me like after the near-death experience and i'll share a few of them okay so um, i'm walking in an alley neighborhood and I, I i get mugged uh the robber um i fought back right so i fought a couple of guys and and uh, one of the guys put a gun to my head and uh pulled the trigger and i knew i was going to die at the instance i thought of, about god again and and the uh the chamber got stuck and then so i ran. So that's one instance right you can hear the thunder in the background it's like uh uh it's not sound effects it's actually (laughs) albuquerque new mexico monsoon uh so i i run right and then all of a sudden he starts shooting at me and the gun starts going off so like little things like that i get into a motorcycle accident i'm going head on collision 80 miles per hour and i hit this uh, woman that's not wearing her glasses i hear hit her front and again i'm going 80 miles per hour on the side of the pasadena freeway i fly up into the air right i'm thinking i'm gonna die again no helmet nothing and all of a sudden i see a huge huge hand uh just carry me down to the ground and then all of a sudden i tumble and i get back up walking Hmm. and uh so like uh like different experiences like this, right? And then so that didn't even stop me, right? And I'm thinking, okay, I'm invincible. Uh, but then one day, uh, like, I'm kind of like touring and stuff, and I collapse. And then I hit the floor in excruciating pain. So they rushed me to the emergency. And then um, they said, you know, just, uh, you're okay. Uh, a month later, I'm, I collapse again, I go back, and they go, you, you have cancer, the cancer has spread, uh, from your stomach to your lungs. Uh, next, it's going to your brain, and I go, man. And then so I go here. I go again. I'm I'm going to die again, and I'm not living right. i was still doing the same thing I, I I always did, right? And then um, so I'm I'm laying in my hospital bed. The the priest comes in to give me the last rites, right? Uh, uh, sprays that water on me and so forth, and then he leaves. And then I begin to pray. Uh, I go, you know, God, if you love me, show me a sign. That's how I need to know that you love me. And then a man walks in my room. He goes, you know, God God has sent me. And then he lays his hands on me. Um, all of a sudden, my body's on fire, literally like on fire. I go, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, and, and then he just walks out. And then um, a couple of weeks later, the doctor showed me the x-ray. I, I don't know where the the cancer went from your lungs, but it's gone. And so all these experiences, but that last experience kind of, uh, led me back to God, uh, leading me back to thinking of all my experiences. And, um, uh, but now, um, now I'm like totally, I love God and, and I'm not an atheist and I changed my lifestyle, but it took all these experiences. I have seen angels. I've I've seen future events, a lot of future events. I mean, uh, events that would astonish you. And Let me give you an example. So uh, one day like I'm praying and and then um, all of a sudden I'm taken to a wall in space and I see a comet. So a comet is flying by me and this angel is sitting by me and I could feel the heat of the comet. Uh, The the next day I wake up and uh, I put it on my TV and it's CNN. And this comment just hit Russia like uh, an hour uh, before. I go, what what is going on? Why am I, what just happened? I just seen this. And then um, I see earthquakes. So like earthquakes, like like in open visions, I would uh, see a clock on a wall. And then all of a sudden I'll I'll see the wall shake. And then I'll see a date. So I even uh, wrote it on a chalkboard at work. The time and the date, right, and and it happened exact exact time, uh, no, not a minute later or or sooner or anything. Um, tornadoes, you know, like tornadoes. I see uh, tornadoes before they happen. I, I see the places that they hit, the exact like building structures. Um, I can't see the location, but I can see the building structures, and I see the tornado. And then like a week later, the tornado hits and I see those exact um, building structures.
0: Have you seen anything that hasn't come to pass yet?
1: So um, three days before you contacted me, right? Uh, Like I'm I'm laying down and I see this huge, huge wave. I mean, it's huge. I, I can't describe how huge it was, but it was so huge that it was terrifying, like in my spirit. I go what what the heck is going on you know and and this uh, huge wave is coming to me but my faith I'm um, like by faith I'm telling uh this, this wave to to move to this way is like west maybe? yeah west and so I moved to to the west and I could see these buildings I could see these pe- people in the buildings right and they're looking at the waves like cheering it on and I'm going why are you cheering it on this this wave is gonna like Hit, hit your building and so I, I seen that like three days before uh, like you contacted me I haven't seen that come to pass hmm. um, but I, I see like like a lot of things Jeff and <clears throat> I, I think it's because of the near death experience because like I experienced uh, something and and it stood with me you know like at times I like I told you when I'm standing in the line I could hear the thoughts of people That happens not like all the time, but like at times I could hear their thoughts and I'm going, it's like the same thing when I was standing in that line. So I I have friends tell me, uh, how how did you know what what I was thinking? And I'm not doing it on purpose. I just like say like uh, the words that I I hear uh, them saying. And um, but anyways, um, uh, the near death experience has changed me from. Uh, from the experience and even after maybe because I'm a Christian because I see things and, um, and and I love God maybe he shows things but mm-hmm. also animals you know um, <clears throat> I was on vacation if you look on my Facebook and this happens a lot um, so like I'm looking out at the ocean uh, I'm at, at the Santa Monica up uh, here and I'm, I have my camera and I'm filming the ocean and then all of a sudden from nowhere uh, uh, here comes a seal from the middle of the ocean and he comes right up to me <laughs> and 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 it's just like hey it's just a seal right but i i have like a lot of these experience from like uh squirrels coming up to me uh deer coming up to me i don't know if they sense my spirit you know because like I'm, I'm a kind gentle person or something but um yeah it's just like a life-changing experience you know like a experiencing like uh life uh, without the shades, uh, I, I could tell you like how I feel now, you know, it's just like a life changing experience.
0: It sounds like that you are here for some type of purpose because you, it's like you've got nine lives and you keep going. Do you feel that you've discovered what that purpose is?
1: Yeah, I, I have. Um, but like everybody has a purpose in life uh, whether it be uh, a maid cleaning a hotel um uh, jesus had a purpose right uh, he says i'm here to do the father's will um so overall everybody has a purpose uh, I, in, in my life I, I i love to encourage people uh to give hope you know if that's my purpose in life but um i, I you know in life i i my main purpose, after my, my experience of like cancer and so forth, um, I, I would take homeless uh, to get shelter. So I was count, counseling the homeless for quite a few years and then, um, and then the Lord led me to uh, minister to na- Native American Indians, so I did that for, for a while um, and, and now he has me um, cocooned up and just waiting for his Next, um, purpose in life for me. Um, but overall, like, um, I, I just been going day by day. Um, everybody has a purpose. Like, you have a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. That probably uh, touches millions of lives, you know, of uh, uh, people who have lost loved ones and, um, and, and they hear a near death experience of somebody that went to heaven, uh, which gives them hope. So, everybody has a purpose in life.
0: What do you think inspires you about your NDE?
1: Inspires me, you know, um, like death is like people think about death is okay. When my time comes, it, it, it's going to come. And what inspired me the most was, uh, um, what people just don't know about like dying, um, which I didn't know again, as an atheist, like I, I'm just going to die and I'm just going to float somewhere in space. Right. Um, but the, uh, now, now that I know uh, how it is to fail to die, um, like I tell people, it's kind of like you you need a a death life insurance policy. Um, and when when I say that, it's it's, it's because like if you're not prepared uh, for dying, um, you know, like you're 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 living every day like that's not healthy in a sense. I'm, and I'm not gonna. Talk about all kinds of sins and so forth, but then all of a sudden you die, just like I did, right? And I wasn't prepared. And again, I wanted to go back into my body and make things right. But see now, now today, like since you have free will, now now you have a chance to do what is right in life. You know, like um, uh with Noah, right? In the days of Noah, uh, the whole world was corrupt, but God tells Noah to build an ark, right? And 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 he and he preserves his family, and then all of a sudden um, the time came. Noah was, Noah was building an ark. The whole uh, place seemed that he was building an ark, but nobody was prepared for uh, for when the floods came in. And that's like how death is. But now we we have an ark, right? We have Jesus. Uh, he's that ark, you know. So again, we have that free will and our 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 death life insurance policy is jesus you know w- whether you have that life insurance policy with him or you don't and and i always i'm always blunt with people and forward where, where i was going uh, i wasn't going to heaven you know i just wasn't um, and um so that that's what i that's the experience that i took from uh this near-death experience
0: so, when you're on the other side and you were in line, did you ever get a glimpse of what hell is? I mean, it sounds like you saw someone in a cage, but
1: yeah. did you see anybody so, go
0: into a fiery pit or anything?
1: No, I didn't get that far, Jeff. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm glad I didn't because I was like terrified. I was like so terrified. Um, there's no like thought that could tell you how much fear it was. But I'm glad I didn't get that far. I hear everybody else's experiences, uh, where they see like pits and and souls in those pits, and flames are coming out. One atheist and he's seen uh, cages also, of uh, like Hitler in a cage, and he's being tormented. and And I, I hear, I, I see all of these uh, near death experiences, and and I'm glad I didn't get that far. Mm-hmm. But overall, yeah, I, I wish I had more to share with you, Jeff. Uh, of what I saw, but that's basically what I I experienced and saw at that point. And then I came back to my body and and here I am.
0: (laughs) Has the memory of this experience faded over time?
1: No, it hasn't, man. To be honest with you, like I I mentioned in the beginning, like it, it did give me PTSD in a sense. So like, and when I say that, it's like, if I'm thinking about lying, right? all of a sudden that image comes to me. <laughs> so it, it it put like fear in me, but now that, that I know God, and uh, uh, again, now that I know God, I, I know when I die again, that I will see him uh, and and my des- destiny is heaven. So no ifs or buts, um, I'm pretty confident about that.
0: I'm assuming then that you don't fear death at
1: all anymore. Now, now I don't. Um, I, I've experienced... Um, other things in life that um i could have died from but as a as a christian but i, I don't fear it anymore um, I, I know how it feels to die and now i know my destination so there, there's no fear in death uh, you know uh the bible talks about you know um the fear of death torments right people live their whole life uh fearing death and and it's, and it's a constant fear um, but when you know God, there's a peace and you just know heaven is your home. Um, and um, so now, now I have no fear of death.
0: Quite a few of my guests who had a hellish experience were able to get out of there by calling out to Jesus. Do you have an opinion on that?
1: Thank God. You know, thank God for God's mercy. Thank God for God's second chances. Uh, just imagine that person staying in there and and, and forever, forever. So, like, I think about like hot boiling water, you know, being poured on you constantly, like that—a uh, demon coming in, ripping you apart. So, I, I listen to these experiences, and I'm going, "Wow!" And and all they did was call in the name of Jesus, and all of a sudden he appears and takes him out of that pit. Man, that that is man, that that is such a an amazing second chance. <laughs> uh, I bet you th- those people, I would like to talk with them. Um, maybe we could have a convention of near death experiences. <laughs> that would be nice.
0: <laughs> if you could give tips on how not to get into the situation you got into, what would they be?
1: Yeah. So like, if you're talking about like after or before, before, uh, I would just say, um, you know, uh, again, we have a free will, uh, to do what is right and to do what is wrong in life. Um, The choice is not hard to do what is right. It's a narrow path, right? Because everybody does what what is wrong and you see that in in society. Um, And everybody agrees with society when things are wrong. But when you do what is right, uh, you'll feel confident when that time comes. Um, And I always tell people, man, know God, because that's what the Bible says. Uh, uh, The will of God is to know God if you know God, then you'll have peace. Um, but overall, um, in my situation, I didn't know God. I knew I was going somewhere else, but now I know God. Now I know where I'm, where I'm going now. So, um, but was there any other questions? Uh, Jeff?
0: I was just saying, you know, if you had any tips to help people from not going or not having a hellish NDE, you know, what kind of tips would you give them?
1: Well, uh, again, it, it's, it's a choice, man. Um, so it, it, your, your near-death experience uh, depends on a lot, right? So like, I don't know about other people's experiences, but my life wasn't right. So I know I was going to hell and I could hear it. I could hear like the screams. I could see the cages. So like uh, my tips is this, right? Um, is, is to know God. And that, that's the main tip I could give is to know God. Uh, that would prevent you from doing what is wrong in life and, and, and turning to doing what, what is right in life. Um, and that's my main tip, and that's going to get you to heaven um, instead of the, the wide road that leads to destruction.
0: What is the best way for people to know God?
1: To know God is, is simple. Um, you know, talk to him. Um, you know, you don't have to be super religious and, and, and follow all these rituals and stuff to spend time, walk with God. The Bible says Enoch walked with God and he was no more, meaning that he got to to know God. And like take a walk in the park, talk to God. And uh, that that is the first start that I I recommend. It's not like doing all these rituals and so forth and and, uh, doing what everybody, just get to know God, talk with God, uh, because he wants to hear from you. Um, You know, he created you, he loves you, you know.
0: After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you and ask you questions or chit-chat with you. Are you open to that? And if so, how can they reach you?
1: Uh, let's see. It's a very good question. I, I love to to talk to people, right? Uh, but then I, I do get the other side of it, which I, I have already, from Christians that tell me, oh, Christians don't go to hell. How come you're saying... And then I have the atheist saying uh, other things to me. How uh, come you turn to the other side? Uh, God doesn't exist. So, uh, with that being said, right, um, I, I would rather not be contacted That's okay. <laughs> uh, because it, it does take a, a, a lot of my time to answer these, which I don't mind, right? Because I like helping people. Mm-hmm. But then there's there's a bad part of it, uh, which I, I don't. I love my privacy. Uh, I have a family and so forth, man. So, yeah. That's
0: perfectly okay. Do you have yeah. anything that you would like to promote?
1: I do not, Jeff. Um, you know, that um, I just want to share my experience. Um, you know, I this is my first time ever sharing my experience with anybody. Uh, well, not anybody. My family, I have. But like with TV or a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I have got other offers, which I'm looking at uh I'm, I'm not looking to promote anything myself or uh, anything that I do in life. Um, I just love life, man. Just want to share that.
0: For your friends and family who you've shared this experience with, how did they react?
1: They, they got a mixed um, uh, feeling about it. They kind of just ignored me in the sense um, when it first happened. Um, my family is Christians now uh, except for, um, one sibling, uh, which I'm still praying for, but like they had mixed feelings. That now, now when I, I share that experience, they go, oh, wow. But back then, uh, we're all, you know, um, in space, man, but, but now, uh, we're all Christians. And uh, when I share the experience or uh, you died, like we didn't know that you died and they didn't remember me telling them <laughs> in a sense. But but now, like I tell my daughter because I have a daughter, and and she listens, and um, and she she she's just amazed uh, um, what would happened. And um, my friends sometimes they they seem like a it's it's kind of like an, a a scary experience, um, not to scare anybody, but yeah, how is definitely real. But yeah, that's pretty much it, Jeff. Like my family is okay with it, yeah.
0: All right, well before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? Yeah,
1: um I can. Um it, you know, it, we we have a life here on earth, right? And and then I, I think about uh society today. Um how uh there's like a spirit of anger with everybody. You know, you see uh shootings, you see everything, uh, but one act of kindness could could change the world. And you see that, right? But uh, love and kindness, man, I I tell people, if you walk in love and kindness, you can't go wrong. And do what is right. And you can never go wrong by doing what is right in life. And and love one another.
0: Mario, thank you for that message. And thank you again for being my guest today. I really appreciate you. And I wish you the best.
1: Yeah, you too, Jeff. Thank thank you uh, for letting me.